podcast, Johnson. This episode of Black and White Fright is brought to you by Fright Lights, lithophane nightlights of your favorite monsters. Visit FrightLights138.etsy.com and follow them on Instagram at FrightLights138. Horror, terror, thrills, chills, monsters, murder, mayhem. This is Black and White Fright. Just real yeah. quick, I don't. Do you, either of you guys ever watch Law and Order SVU? No, I I have it on during the day because there's a billion seasons, so it's just on in the background. And I had a dream the other night. I very rarely remember my dreams. I had a dream that me and my wife were walking the dog uh, in New York City. It was packed, and we're as we were crossing a major street, the dog decided she was going to stop and tar- start to take a shit, <laughs> and. A lady ran over and picked up the like Cora's shit and took off. Like, and I was like, "What are you doing? T- taking my my dog my dog shit?" And then I looked at some other shit that was left, and she was shitting out action figures. <laughs> so then it was like, "Who's been feeding my dog action figures?" And then it like literally went into a Law and Order SVU episode. <laughs> did, did that music that dong dong yeah, dong yeah. dong 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 dong. Nice. Yeah. All right. Man. Yeah. Wow. I, I texted. Mean, I texted good? my wife that at, right after I woke up. I texted it to her, and she's like, "I'm like, oh, how, how'd you like that text?" She's like, "I I had my phone read it out loud." <laughs> she, like, she said one of her uh, coworkers like was was uncontrollably laughing. Oh, oh, wait, there is. I'm sorry, I didn't see you come in, listener. Uh, this is black and white, right? Uh, every week we go through an old black and white horror movie. I every other week. Uh, every other week. And that is Bill uh, making terrible sound through his microphone. Because yeah, that was, was that was very and, good. And the and that's Kevin. Yeah, that's me. Hey, everybody, it's me. I'm Kevin. So Scott Bell and Kevin uh, every other week. Uh, this week is my turn, and when it's when it's your turn, you're supposed to run through the movie. So we're going to see what happens this week. But I picked whatever happened to Baby Jane, which is less a horror, more a psychological thriller, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, with some very dark uh, comedy, maybe thrown in. Very, is it yeah. very dark? Yeah, yeah. There's, some, there's a little comic uh, relief here and there. 1962. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, brought together Betty Davis and Joan Crawford for the first time ever. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And and, uh, and and it opens uh, as an all movie should. With a really long song medley uh, yeah, by a little girl that can't really sing that well. Well, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm 99.9% sure that wasn't really her voice anyways. It sounded like a much older person's voice. Yeah. Uh, She's like, I boy, miss yeah. my daddy. Doodly doot. You're dead. I think it starts off kind of painful, but... Um, oh, we have to do sponsors. Sorry, I skipped our sponsors. Wow. Great this day. show is a goddamn terrible. mess. Uh, Fright, Fright Lights, uh, who make amazing lithophane night lights. Yes. Uh, or horror movie-related uh, you oh. know, poster art kind of stuff, figures from movies, uh, but on a night light. And they are at uh, Etsy, Fright Lights 138. Uh, yes, they and are. We're all sponsored because we are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. 
We are sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Kevin, what are they, Deadly Grounds Coffee? Uh, they're a small company out of Connecticut that make awesome coffee. Um, if you like flavors, they have amazing flavors. If you're not a flavor guy or girl, um, they have awesome just regular brews. Um, I became a fan of them a long time ago from the cons. And because we spent so much money with them, he's like, Tom, who owns the who owns the company, was like, we should work with you. So... So yeah, they're they're awesome. Would you say uh, it's coffee to die for? I would. I would say it's coffee yeah, to die you for. You go that far? Wow. I would. Um, uh, yeah, go to deadlygroundscoffee.com or getdeadly.com and order some. Anything over any orders over fifty dollars are free shipping, and it's very quick shipping and, uh, too. Cool. And uh, Firelights One Thirty Eight has a. Uh, we have a coupon for Firelights One Thirty Eight. Yes, a uh, exclusive coupon code you can only hear in this podcast. For Christ's yeah, sake. BW Fright. EW Fright, it gets you 15% off your order. No minimum. Nice. Yeah, so. yeah go do it. They're, right. they're stupid, stupid good quality. Really cool. They look really cool um, when they're off, and then you turn them on, and it's like yeah. it's like a completely different thing. It's, it's like a photograph. It's well, crazy. When, when when they're off, they look a little bit like Han Solo when he's frozen. Yeah, carbonite. Yeah. Yeah. I was just it's thinking the same and then they, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then you turn it on, and yeah, they can look pretty cool. Yep. So check them out. Word. I'm gonna send. Uh, about, I'm gonna suggest that in a message right now to him. Did I tell you guys that I inadvertently sent him the link to watch Bill eat? Oh Jesus! Yes. I meant to send it to someone else, and I sent it to him. And he's like, "Oh, thanks." Uh, yeah, that was his response. His response was, "I just watched Bill eat," and then yeah. he said, I "Might not be able to sleep tonight." Nice. So, <laughs> so, there you go. Um. So sorry. So whatever happened to Baby Jane starts off. Uh, it's vaudeville. So this is 1917, um, and you're watching Baby Jane, who's entertaining a crowd who really needs the entertainment because they are loving Baby yeah. Jane. Yeah, for some reason. Um, well, it's yeah, like yeah. I think uh, is it isn't it supposed is it I mean it's supposed to be earlier I would think, but almost like a uh, was it uh, 1915. I, don't know. I thought it was 1917, but I could be off. Well, it was the 19-teens. I, I was thinking like more yeah. like the. Um, What's her face? Like that little Shirley Temple? Yeah, Shirley Temple kind of thing. But I think Shirley Temple was was later, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Shirley Temple, yeah. Shirley, I don't think Shirley Temple was vaudeville. I don't think. No, I think well, Shirley. What about Shirley Hemphill? Shirley Hemphill. Um, <laughs> oh man, I can't. So, what's happening? Drink right now, by the way. Huh? So I, was, I mean, this is... I'll tell you guys that I'm um, sorry that my mother, when um, my parents were divorced, and my mother would take my sister and I weekends, and she would bring us to a bar because that's where she liked to hang out. And I would get Shirley Temples while my mother hung out at a bar with oh, her children. Nice. It's nice. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't I, know that. I used to get dragged to the Knights of Columbus where I would just sit and watch my dad drink while guys talked about stag movies. So. Oh, my right. dad would just drag me to this, uh, like, uh, off the pike, there would be a rest stop. He's like, just don't look in the <laughs> holes. That's that's for daddy. That's for grown men. Wow. Say, take, say, take off your clothes and walk into the woods and don't look back. <laughs> no matter what you feel, no matter what you feel in the back, don't look oh, back. Oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah. So, so back to the, back to the little girl singing. Jesus. Um, so, so vaudeville. So, you know, it's not that much of an act. Great. Pianist is her father. Mm -hmm. uh, really hyping her up. Clearly, she's it's building it so that, you know, she's like, a huge star on the mm. vaudeville circuit. Uh, and then there's her sister and her mother kind of in the wings. Uh, and the sister looks very just depressed and, and does not want to be there. Lord kind of about to, burst into, about to burst into tears, though. Mm. She looks a lot of it. 
I, I love this part, though, because it does build up when it goes afterwards. And all the parents, all the mothers, especially with their kids, are so excited to see her backstage. So they're all piled up and waiting, and she comes out. Piled just, up. Piled the children. It's like World War Z of, uh, of oh, yeah, just she's women. Terrible. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. yeah. They want I ice cream. cream. I want it now. I like how she like doesn't like, don't you want uh, ice cream to her splanch? Yeah, she's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Her dad's like, fuck you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, she can't do nothing right. And it it sets it up where the mother does talk to Blanche, the sister. Obviously, the girl we're talking about is is baby Jane. Uh, Blanche is the sister. And the mother says, you know, they're all we know they're awful to you, but it's not going to always be this way. Yeah. (laughs) When you're older, try to be kinder to your sister than she was to you. It's a good setup for the movie. Really, hmm. uh, I, I thought a little painful to sit through. Maybe some of the singing could have been trimmed. No, no, no. But, when, uh, they, uh, when, when you when you were watching that, when, when the dad comes out and he's like, "One more request," I bet you jumped up off your sofa and you were yelling at your TV for that song about. I was yelling. Yeah, I was, I was yelling out requests. Yeah, so, yeah, a, a song about about your dead dad that you're sending letters to. Oh, it's... was that was that like a big thing in 1917? You ain't cool unless your dad's dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, and your dad's not dead. He's playing piano right there. You dingleberry. You never see the dad or the mom again. Um, Good. And don't forget, don't just forget the uh, the the life size dolls too. Mm. My wife was in here when that came up. She's like, "Oh, what the hell are you watching?" She's like, "I fucking hate dolls." There you go. So you're my doll. Yeah. She's like, "I hate dolls, Kevin." I ever told you you remind me of a doll. I hate you. So it cuts ahead. It cuts ahead a bit. Uh, and now we're kind of in the, in the movies are happening. It's no, no longer vaudeville. Yep. And Blanche is a movie star. And I like this because they don't really actually show much. Yeah. Yeah. As far as, you know, the, the shenanigans going on in Hollywood, it's more just like directors and agents talking about her. So, uh, so Blanche is a star. She has it in her contract that for every movie she does, because she's a big fucking star, her sister gets a role in yeah. another movie. She's taking care of her. Yeah. Showing that she's taking, she's doing what her mother suggested, and being kind. And the gist of it is, is that Blanche is this amazing actress, and Jane is just fucking terrible and a drunk, hmm. yep. and not a nice person. Yeah, kind of the boot. So okay, so we go through that, and now we know she's a star. And it, it's not that much later, but you know, x amount of years later, you see there's a, an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I loved this scene because I loved it. I love the viewpoint. Because it was like, like the like yeah. reaching for a thing. I'm like, I have no idea what they're reaching for. I'm like, I don't understand how those cards work because they're like crazy old. It's like <laughs> pulling 17 levers and then there's like a hamster uh, running on a wheel. It would be great if you pulled one and had like that. Yeah. I should say they do mention uh, in a conversation that Blanche just bought this big house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was going to take her like a year to get it ready to move in, but she had purchased this big house. So you see the car going towards this big house uh, and going up the driveway, and there's a gate, and then there's a person at the gate. Mm-hmm. Who, and you hear screaming. You think is you think is Blanche? So you assume that this is Jane driving, yep. and Blanche at the gate, uh, and the car revs up and smashes into the person, and then you hear this like. Well, they don't. They don't show it like they they show like they show it that it's smashed into the gate. You assume that that they, yeah. you assume that it's smashed into the person. 
Mm-hmm. We're correct. Yeah. Correct. And then, and then and I also then, want to point out after all this, then we have the opening credits. Like this goes on for a while yeah. and then it's the yeah. opening yeah, credits. Yeah. 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 Uh, and again, yeah, and the music in this movie is uh, all over the place. I liked it a lot because it's all over the place. Hmm. So like there was more of like a da 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 kind of thing. <laughs> but then during the other ones, it's very like, like, yeah. <laughs> like situational comedy music. Yeah. Music for TV dinners. Yeah, like yeah, there was that uh, later on in the movie, like without ruining too much, but there's a uh, a male that comes around, and they have the stereotypical stupid man music because he's just like a yeah. goofball, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. He was later in Batman, the Batman show. Oh, was he? Was? Who was he in Batman? Yeah, he, play, he played the uh, God. What's his name? Like the Egyptian? Oh, the King Tut guy. Yeah, was Bert, yeah. Burt Ward, right? He was Robin. Yeah, that's Robert. Yeah. His Robert. Yes, Vincent Buono. Batman and Robert. Ward as Robin. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he's in his cast. Vincent yeah. Buono as Ward as Robin. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so it jumps ahead even further in time now, and you have Blanche in a wheelchair. So clearly Blanche was hurt in the accident. You don't you figure they would give her a first floor room if she's in a wheelchair? <sighs> you would think, uh, especially since there's no way to get up and down the stairs for her. Well, I don't know if maybe there's no bedrooms on the first floor, or or if she got. I kind of took it as she wasn't crippled until she went upstairs, and there was just no way to get her down. Oh, yeah. What did you say, Kevin? She was crippled. She went upstairs and then became crippled, and they're like, "Well, there's no way to get her Uh, down now." Oh, the whole car accident happened on the second floor. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's not explained, Bill, but I I assume Jane had brought her up there at some point. And kind oh. of live in that room because it's not even that huge of a room. Although you never see Jane's room, yeah, uh, you do. It's yeah, you, do. you do. Yeah, yeah. that's when she goes in there and she uh, eats like Bill did. Um, she uh, eats the chocolate. Open chocolate in the dresser drawer. Yeah, right. under or, like yeah, sitting on top of a hateful picture where she was trying to uh, copy her signature. You know. That old, figured, that old trope. I, I figured Blanche's room is not very big, and she's in like a very large house. Mm-hmm. It seems like a well, modest I as, setup. Yeah, I took it as she's kind of put off in like a guest room or something, where she's kind of shut off. Yeah, also, I mean, there's, with... there's bars on her windows. I know all the windows. Yeah. So I don't know. It's not explained, but so Blanche is Blanche is a crip in a wheelchair, and um, Jane takes care of her. And boy, I, I mean, no matter what you think of, of this movie at the end of it, Betty Davis is so good at this fucking movie. Yeah, she did her own makeup, uh, way. She did. She did like a like this weird like pancake like kabuki theater kind of thing going on yeah. um, that she she designed. Um, it's crazy and it works really fucking well because she looks nuts. I think the, the director this, was kind of afraid to make any suggestions about altering it too. He just let her go with it. I mean, the way that she carries herself in this movie, just kind of throwing, literally like throwing her body around, mm-hmm. kind of lurching around. And I don't know. It's a very authentic portrayal of a crazy person. Crazy alcoholic. Yeah, right. With the, just like the whole like scraping of the slippers going up the stairs and uh, everything's just trudging like yeah. everywhere. Uh, but I love it because she is taking care of Witch. She brings her her meals on a little tray. And, uh, she was uh, 54, in case you were wondering. 
at this time. Yeah, I yeah, think they both were really close in age at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think they were. I think they were only one year apart in age. Like I think one of them was born well, in 1907. What's strange, at least about Wikipedia, if you go to Joan Crawford, mm -hmm. it's 19 no question mark. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't say, yeah, they don't know for sure. Um, Joan Crawford was a star first, though. She was she was silent movies, whereas I, Bendy Davis was like theater. She was on stage. Well, she did, she did a movie in 38. Who? Bendy Davis. Yeah, but uh, Joan Crawford was like, they knew him in the 20s. Joan Crawford starts, she started in silent movies, is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay, Betty okay, Davis okay. Did not. So yeah. she was a star already, yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So so anyways, um, the only other thing really of note at this point is the bird, uh, where Blanche has a little parakeet that she likes uh, keeping her company. It's like her little friend, right? Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, God, the poor bird. So <laughs> you're just kind of setting up, though, that Jane takes care of Blanche. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, yeah. I don't know. The food looked all right. Um, Not until, all of it. Until, yeah. Until, yeah. Until a certain scene. Uh, yeah. The way I want my dead animals is on a bed of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then is this where um, uh, um, Elvira. Elvira shows up? Not the, in the dark. Oh, <laughs> she's uh, she's she's she's, what? she's like a, she's not really a homemade. I mean, she's there to help. She's there to help Jane clean the house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But she clearly is taking more fondness to Blanche. Um. To Blanche, and she kind of checks. I wonder why. She makes sure she's like <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. And and you can tell that Jane fucking hates hates her. Yeah. Hates her. I. Uh, because Elvira knows what's going on. Like, she kind of gets it. Already, yeah. that, that, you know, Blanche is, Blanche is being mistreated, and she doesn't get why. Uh, but they do go into a conversation about, you know, like, why you need to get her help. Like, you need, <clears throat> Jane needs to be put away. Yeah. Uh, and Blanche is like, oh, you know, I will. And yeah, I know. She, you know, she doesn't mean to be this way. Um, like, super, super understanding Blanche. I would, but look at my legs. But I love she that says. that Jane kind of shuffles in and takes the bird cage because she's going to clean the bird cage. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and then brings it back later and goes, blew out the window. Sorry. <laughs> just a little, yeah. just real quick. I clicked on uh, the actress who played Elvira, and she was in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'm excited oh, about that. I have to... She is the uh, playing the part of that little boy who's wearing the mask. Yeah, the first one and so worms and mm -hmm. whatever. Yep. No, no, no. She, she's the voice of the commercial. She's the one that sings like four yeah. more days to Halloween. Yeah, oh. that's, that's that's the only oh, Halloween movie I like. So yeah, should I go ahead? It's a good one. Uh, but, but yeah, so I mean, she's already she's killed. She's clearly killed Blanche's bird. Yeah. Yes. To uh, death. Because yeah, Elvira's just death. like she's she's like she's just like oh you're a piece of shit basically. The, well, Jane. she's like she. Yeah, she's like she's like she did that on purpose. Yeah, she's Everything a went, something we all knew. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Blanche is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I think about it, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um. So she has a, a doctor that she's gonna call, uh, and get and get Jane taken taken away. Right, so I'm doing all right so far. Yeah, I just want to mention too, because it happens a bunch, is the super annoying buzzer. Hmm. 
Beth Blanchett. Oh, Beth Blanchett. That she, yeah. she can't stop pressing. Oh. She can't stop pressing. And then she's like, then she comes up there and she's like, oh, you brought me lunch? Like, what did yeah. you want? Like, well, I heard, do, you yeah. think, do you think she does it to be kind of passive aggressive? Or do you think it's just for the sake of the movie? I think it's for the sake of the movie. Well, so, she's always, uh, I thought I heard you talking to someone, so I thought I'd just hold this button down for a minute straight until you ran up here and got mad at me. Well, hmm. she does do that whenever whenever there's a doorbell ring or a I guess, who, I guess who's I guess, outside? Who was there? I guess from my from point of view, she's so isolated and lonely, she's like desperate to know what's going on and like have some other interaction. So I could see that. And I don't think she's doing it on purpose to be annoying. She's just like, I want to know what's going on. Well, right. she at the well. The, the thing is too is that pretty much, like at the, like when when they cut to them at this age, she right away you can you know that she doesn't trust her. Yeah. Yes. Because she treats her horribly. So it's just went right. to that Elvira found all the the fan mail that Jane had thrown in the trash that was meant for Blanche too. Yeah, then, that comes up later. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I think at this point though we we meet the neighbors. There's new neighbors that have moved in uh, next door. She's pretty nice. Uh, I don't know if you if you look at where this place was filmed, it really is just the next door house. They just rented out the two houses, mm. <laughs> which is kind of cool. Mm. You don't get that a lot in movies. It's all these different sets, but no, it was really just these two fucking houses that are still there. Two fucking. But houses. um, yeah. So so the neighbor, I forget the neighbor's name. Who's the woman's name? Nosy bitch. And Nosy daughter. Bitch. <laughs> And the daughter, so the daughter is actually Betty Davis's daughter. Oh, really? Oh, um, yes. Who was not really a big actress, uh, and went on later to write a kind of a, an expose on her mom that everyone said was full of shit. She was ostracized and became a preacher. Huh? She's still she's still around. What's her name? Uh, preaching. Uh, I don't. It's like it's like initials. You know, it's like DB something. DB Cooper. Um, it's DB Cooper. She is DB Cooper. <laughs> Mystery solved, everybody. Uh, I have to look it up. Yeah, I'm not so seeing it. I'm talking. Yeah, you're not seeing it. Oh, I think because she goes by um, in this movie, it's not Davis. Her last name is not Davis. Um, it is. Let's just look it up. We can edit this. BD Merrill. It's uh, yeah, BD Merrill. Merrill. Who does she play? Yeah. Liza Bates. The neighbor's daughter. Yeah, Bates is the daughter. Very small part. She's only really in the beginning, right? For the most part. Uh, she shows up a little bit later, but nothing crazy. She shows uh, okay. up to talk about... Uh, she tells her mom about rumors. Yeah. Uh, with Mac yeah, Elf. I was going to say the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. But yeah, I mean, I yeah. So, so this is the neighbors, and they're they're you kind of just get a sense that they have neighbors, basically. I mean, there's not much going on here. Um, She's yeah. Mrs. Bates, by the way. That's what she goes by in the movie. Yeah, the Mrs. Bates, uh, and she brings over flowers uh, because oh, that well, that's the thing that's happening. Or Blanche's movies are being shown on some local TV station as like a marathon kind of thing, like every day. Yeah, they're they're showing Blanche's old movies. And you actually see Blanche is watching one of them, mm. and Jane just walks in and turns it off. <laughs> and um, she's like, "Well, I was watching," and she's like, "Well, you're stupid," or something like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my god, so bitter. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So the neighbor brings over flowers for Blanche, and I I just love Jane. She's like, "Oh, that's nice of you." Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. I'll tell her. <laughs> yeah. 
like, ugh, and throws him in the sink and just kind of goes like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what else is happening at this point? I mean, we're really just getting a lot of dialogue between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just kind of up- setting the tone that, you know, what the, the situation, yeah. the living situation is. How Blanche that- is just like either really stupid, naive, or is willing to look the other way and just take the treatment that she's receiving because she doesn't have right. a choice, really. I mean, she's the one, she has the money. So she kind of right. has. So we yeah, think she yeah. has and some, and it's some her house. power over yeah. it, yeah. So, yeah, there's talk of selling so, the house, too. Let's not forget. Yeah, but but, don't, but Jane doesn't know this yet. Or at least we don't know if she knows. No, I, think that's one of the, I thought one of the pieces of mail was in regards to that. That was thrown away. Yeah, because she... Yeah, we're not at that point you, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. As Elvira had given it to her. Elvira, not in the first scene. Not the first we're, we're not. We're nowhere near the first scene right now. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. The, the first, the first Elvira scene. I'm saying. Oh. Yeah. Elvira comes back and gives her the mail. I thought. Oh, yeah. is she? Let's watch it again. Know. It doesn't matter. You have another two hours matter. and some change in your uh, in your night. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, she does. Yes. Yeah. So at one point, she does <laughs> give her like a stack of fan mail that's all been opened. Yeah. Uh, that that she found in the trash. Yes. Uh, um, which is lovely. Uh, but, you know, the reaction is so good. I love Joe. Joe Crawford's really good in this as well, playing the kind of weepy sister. But she's also very, like, just very polite and dignified. And, you know, her, her reaction to this isn't just that they've been thrown away. She's just like, like isn't that wonderful? Like, yeah. that the people would remember her. Mm, yeah. Um, and you're just like, motherfucker, you're crazy sister threw these all out because she's crazy. <laughs> like, you, you get mad. Like, do something. So she wants, she's going to call. She tells Elvira she's going to call. And Jane goes out and takes the phone off the hook. Yeah, yeah. And you, see, you see quite a bit with the phone in this movie. because it's the only yeah, Besides the buzzer, you hear the phone a lot and you hear the doorbell a lot. So back mm-hmm. in 62, apparently everything that had a buzzer or a ring was the loudest thing on the earth. Because it was <laughs> That's <right>. loud. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> So, uh, so she tries to call uh, the doctor, but she cannot. She can't call. Call can't go out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jane goes out. I don't remember where the fuck she goes at this point. Uh, but at some point, she places that, an ad. Yeah, it, was that when she was going out to place the ad? Yeah, she went. She went out to place the ad. Yeah. So she places an ad, and uh, she wants to. <laughs> she's gonna stay like a combat is her thing, which is something. Yeah. Um, and and Victor Buono. Um, this is his, his first uh, credited movie. Oh, is it? Uh, Did the yeah. uh, the, the bird happen yet? By the way. Yes. The, the bird meal. The bird. The dead bird. I'm talking about getting the getting her. No, I don't think so. Oh, no, I thought it did. I don't think it's escalated. It hasn't escalated that far yet. No. Okay. Fine. Uh, thanks. So. Um. So uh, Victor Buono and his mother. His mother is so good. <laughs> the uh, oh, four 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 four. Just, just the crikey, bloody hell, that of that. Uh, this is stereotypical totally British, yeah. right? Very low class, uh, British. And Victor Buono is not, but when he wants to mock her, he puts on that British accent, which I loved. <laughs> uh, clearly hates living, he's living with his mother, he has no prospects of a job. Yeah, his, pa- his uh, pants are around his tits, <laughs> <laughs> and uh. And he sees Jane's ad, uh, which is basically like, you know, pianist needed for the, you know, star. 
Uh, and he's just like, okay, cool. Uh, and he gets his mother to call and make an appointment and hmm. pretend that she's his secretary. <laughs> just like ridiculous. <laughs> and I love they actually show Jay's reaction to like, secretary? What the fuck? All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but makes the appointment anyways. Uh, you, she might have been served the parakeet meal at this point, but you find out, of course, that the bird did not, in fact, fly away. It flew away into the oven. Um, and Jane, yeah, Jane terrorizes her with food. Yeah. Because she relies oh, on Oh, actually, her. actually, before that, so there was, uh, she didn't trust her at one point, and she didn't eat her, her dinner. Yeah, right, and she started eating in front of her. Yeah, but yeah. but then that but that's when she brought the bird, like when it was the lunch. The next, like no, 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 like, no, it was the bird first. That's then the, she was afraid to have dinner because then the next day it was a rat for breakfast. I don't think rat. it was. I think yes. the rat was farther along. It was further the along, is, but no, the rat was, is further along. Yes, but it's the next meal. It's like bad meal, right. good meal, but she didn't eat it because she didn't trust it. She couldn't even look at it. And then the next meal, because she was so starving, she was going to eat it. I I Dead disagree rat. with you. No, Scott. Well, go to Scott go to uh, there, whatever happened to babyjane.org um, slash uh, meal prep. <laughs> meal order. Well, basically, we could all agree on it that she's fucking with her, oh, totally. yeah, her, her meals yeah. and starving her. Right. I love it because she doesn't eat her meal. And then Jane comes in and is like, I don't know what. You're crazy. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't eat it. And then picks up like a pork job or something. Yeah, and she like starts eating it. She's like, well, morning. she's like, please. She's like, well, you didn't eat it. You're not getting anything till lunch. And because I you guess that was the dinner it, from the night worse before. Because you, you didn't eat your din-din. Yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I legit think that that's when, the, that's when the bird came up. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't think I'm. Right. I don't. I really don't. I literally just watched it. I just finished it. The bird uh, happens before, before Jane eats the food in front. I'm of gonna fight you to the death. I'm gonna fight you that. until until it goes my way. <laughs> I refuse to concede. I refuse to concede. Kevin, I refuse to concede. Oh, you motherfucker! There's a scene where you uh you brought up earlier, which plants is if I wasn't in this wheelchair, and uh. Jane just goes, but yeah, Blanche, yeah, yeah, it's such a fucking iconic. Yeah, it's the yeah. Iconic. I don't know. Like the image of her is also iconic. Like I've definitely oh, seen yeah. the, the image of that crazy bitch. It's been well, it's been parodied a lot. You know, a lot, a lot, yeah. lot. If you just Google whatever happened to Baby Jane, you're gonna find a million parodies on YouTube. So many bad parodies. It's Did really... you see that the uh, the subgenre that it created, Psycho Biddy? Psycho Biddy. Yeah. I didn't know there was that, a thing. Is that a subgenre yeah. of of punk or it's horror, thriller, and women's <laughs> film genres? That's right, yes. Psycho so rap, baby. Um, so I mean, we could jump around. Victor Buono uh, shows up for his appointment, all dressed up and dapper, um, trying to wow her, hmm. and of course she sings her fucking old vaudeville songs. And the the look on his face is great. Like he just looks like, what oh, the he, fuck am I doing here? Oh, yeah. Money's good. <laughs> he wants nothing to do with this, but he also thinks that she has money, uh, and she because she's in this big house. Yeah. Uh, and she offers him like four hundred bucks or something. Uh, yeah, and advance, and he's but she doesn't have it. Right. I, I think money. it's funny. He's like, well, I mean, it's tacky to talk money, but how much are you gonna pay yeah. me? <laughs> hundred dollars a and, week. I mean, when do you think you'll be able to do that? 
we learned kind of early on, Jane can't even order booze. She's been like, cut oh. off. But she can do a really good uh, impersonation of her sister. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she, of course, gets her booze. But she has no money. She has really nothing. Jane, Jane is not, you know, she places the ad and she says who she is. And I, I love it because the two guys are just like, who the hell is that? It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> like we have Jane, to know who's like putting in the Jane ad. Jane Hudson. Yeah. We have, to, we have to know who's putting in the ad. She's like, well, it's me. Okay, but who what? are you? Who are you? Yeah. It's like, why don't you guess? Uh, yeah. And she does she does the whole thing where she, you know, you do the step back, like yeah. you know, puff out and go, I'm baby Jane Hudson. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. You remember me from like 45 years ago? You remember from before you were born? Yeah. Right. On vaudeville in vaudeville. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose she did some movies, but she wasn't supposed to be very well known or good. Right. Yeah. They they point out uh, that the movies that she does are, are absolute shit. Like earlier. One in the of them was being released in the US. Yeah. So, um, so at one point, uh, Blanche is desperate to get a message to the doctor. So she writes a note, uh, or actually she types a note and then adds this postscript that is not needed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she, she reads like, it aloud as she writes it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's, types, she she's types up a note yeah. and then goes like, "Oh yeah, fuck. Oh. Do do not under any circumstances, and I mean any circumstances. I'm really serious here. Now, no circumstances whatsoever. Let me keep writing for a moment here. That I can, don't show this to my crazy fucking sister." Mm-hmm. And she balls it up, and she wants to throw it to the neighbor. I don't understand why she doesn't just yell at the neighbor, "Hey!" I know, because she's just like, she's like, "Help, help me!" Well, when she what? did that at first, there was there was like you know '60s music playing. Yeah, but she could she could try yelling and see if it works. There's something, something, yeah. anything. You're throw like, your shit out the window. Yeah, take something like, that would break your attention. Yeah, exactly. I would be yelling my head off. My head off. she kind of climbs up the bars a little bit so now she's all out of breath and she can't really do much and she throws it terribly and lands in her own fucking driveway you motherfucker (laughs) but it's a great scene because then jane jane shows up of course immediately Hmm. yeah and the neighbor and the neighbor wants to talk to her and they meet and they're just standing and talking over the crumpled up piece of paper yeah (laughs) it's just pretty great uh and jane gets it picks it up walks away Mm mm-hmm uh, yeah. So uh, I like this too because Blanche tries to play it off, but she's like playing cards. Yep. Like la 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 la. <laughs> oh, <laughs> drives. Yeah. Oh, did you go out? <laughs> uh, yeah. That doesn't. This is really the turning point, right? Where Jane goes totally off the rails. Yeah, because she's, she's already kind of. Half off the rails. Now I she's think, off the rails. I think she just kind of berates her more, and then she pulls out the note, like, "Aha! Uh-huh, look what I have here." Yeah. And, well, she she doesn't even do that. She just goes, "And under any circumstances." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what she slapped her too. Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, that was a good slap. Yeah, like a, yeah. a real slap. I'm sure there was uh, some real life bitterness behind that one, since they didn't get I, along. I don't. No, see, I think that a lot of that's a myth. You think so? Yes. Hearsay? Uh, I think it was built up by the media. It was built up by gossip columnists. Oh, and the then same. producers news? loved it because it made this movie big. The witch hunt? I think, it's, I think it's mainly a bunch of bullshit. Folks? Boulder Not Dash? All of it, but some of it. And I'll, I, I can tell you later about one thing that doesn't really happen after this movie that you're like, oh, what a bitch. So anyways, 
So, uh, so Victor Bono's on in the gig. Jane's going off the fucking rails. Blanche is becoming more and more terrified of being in this room alone in a house with this crazy woman. Yeah, she's also probably starving at this point. Hmm. Yeah, this is true. Um, and Jane has fallen in love pretty much with Victor Bono. You think so? You say, right? I think so. I think she's all horned up. Yeah. She's all horned up. Um, oh, she does. She does say that exact line. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, she's obviously not mentally stable, so it's hard to say what she's thinking. But I mean, she tries to look kind of nice for him, um, and she's very. She kind of pines for him. Really. Yeah. I think she's just happy uh, to have it. I think she's because she she does say something like, "Well, I have a friend now." Is yeah, that's, that's true. Just, I think she's just happy to actually have someone that's not her sister in her life. Kevin, are you painting World War II Peter figurines down there? By the way, no, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going through the movie in my, uh, in my phone. Nope, nope. I, I can see the tiny paintbrush. There okay. it is. So, I'm going through the movie on my phone. <laughs> um. So so oh, we kind of missed a huge fucking thing, which is Elvira comes back to work. And Jane's like, oh, I'm sorry I was so mean to you yesterday. Why don't you take oh. the day off? Yeah. And gives her her 50 why bucks. isn't she suspicious? She should be suspicious at this point. She is. She is, because she walks outside and she keeps looking back. And then yeah. Jane leaves and she sneaks in the house. Yeah. No, no, because it was a prior one when she comes over. The first time she gets in the house and she's like, oh, you can just have the day off today. I already did all the work. Oh, right, right, right. And then the next time she's fired. Next time, well, yeah, that's what she's suspicious. Because at first she's like, you can, you know, we're moving... Sorry, I'll pay for today, but, you know, we won't need services yeah. anymore. And then she's like, oh, but can I just take a bunch? She's like, no, no, you're fired. Get away. And then that's when she's like, hmm. So, so she sneaks back in and she calls for Blanche and there's no answer. Uh, Jane's gone out. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And uh, Elvira goes upstairs and Jane is just hanging. Yeah, this is where it gets really dark. She's tied up. She has uh, a, Jane, she's Jane, the ring she needs to pull up out of bed by. She's yeah, she's strapped to that and she's mu- uh, muzzled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, although I don't, Jane drags her upstairs. I don't. She gets knocked out and Jane Ooh. kicks the shit it's, out of her. Right. She uh, Jane goes out and uh, Blanche makes her way downstairs to use the phone. She uses the phone. Just, right. She doesn't call the police immediately, which was what I would do. Hmm. Yeah. Call the fucking police call first, the and then call your doctor. Call doctor. She's, she yeah. called for pizza because she's so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hello, hello, Domino's. extra pepperoni, please help. Domino's. Sorry, man, we're not invented yet. Yeah. Damn it, I wasted my call. Do you guys she deliver should, delivery? Uh, That's a good idea. We would start doing that. She's ordering pizza, but it's from the doctor. <laughs> but it's awesome. Because Prescription she's on the pizza phone with the doctor. <laughs> Prescription pizza. <laughs> she's on the phone with the doctor, and she can't stress enough. Like, you need to come over now. And he's mm. just kind of like, are you sure? Yeah. yeah but, all right, maybe. And then he's finally like, okay. And you could see her see Jane, just and she starts to kind of trail off, yeah. like dialogue. And, uh, so the uh, anchovies, yeah. And, <laughs> and then Jane immediately calls back. Uh, She's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you don't, you're not our doctor anymore." After yeah. uh, after she beats the shit out of Blanche, then she but calls back. She really kicks the shit out of her, mm. and it's yeah. shot from all these crazy angles. Um. Yeah, boy. And then she drags her upstairs and ties her up. So Elvira now sees this mess um, and is like, oh, dear God, what is she doing to you? She doesn't see it because Jane's not home first. So she finds a hammer and looks like a flathead to try to take the door off. 
And then Shane comes home and she like forces her to give her the key so she can go in. Hmm. And doing oh, that's so, right, yeah. And doing so puts the hammer down stupidly. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, Elvira, she, you'll never oh, learn. Yeah, she turns her back on. I mean, I'm sure she's shocked to see Blanche like that, but I would be turning around right away, like, what the fuck's wrong with you, at least? I'm facing the person who's done this horrible. Uh, no, bludgeoned to death. Because I was actually at that point, I was like, yes, Elvira found her. I'm so happy. Her hell's over. But wait, there's still like a half hour left in the movie. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yeah. No, it gets worse. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Elvira's dead, we presume, uh, correctly, if you're presuming at this point. Yes. Uh, that she's dead. And, uh, yeah, uh, Blanche is still just kind of hanging out while Jane uh, tries to get... God, what is Victor Bono's character's name? Um, that would be Edwin Flagg. Flag. Edwin, yeah. Jesus Christ, what a name. I forget it. Yeah, because he's... Uh, to mention, he had stopped by at one point. I think she was, was hammered. Right yeah, she was, she was... Yeah, she was hammered. Yeah. <laughs> hammered, I get no, it. He was, he was hammered at one point. No, no, but not not yet. He stopped by. It was supposed to be like the the, the payday, and she was drunk because she oh, had just murdered someone. Right. And then, uh, so she and she, she does she, a little voice where she talks to herself, and she's like, "I'm sorry, Edwin. I can't see you today. Yeah. I yep. can't let you in. I'm sorry." He leaves. I'm all souped up downstairs. And he <laughs> leaves and gets drunk. He, yes, he, he leaves and gets drunk. Yeah, because he comes back later, and the cops hmm. the cops show up. And I think, you know, and, she, and uh, Jane gets a phone call because now the days have passed since Elvira. What, I just want to bring up one thing before we get too far away from it. Before he goes over to the house, he gets into an argument with his mom. And she's like, you know, she, they found her with some random guy that she just met, like, in a hotel room. He's like, well, isn't that the way I was conceived? I'm like, oh, that was yeah. a great one. Yeah. yeah. And then he just, like, storms yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. And she's like, tea and crumpets. <laughs> yeah, this this is the the whole story of Jane purposely running into Blanche with the car, and then she disappeared for three days. Yeah, and the cops found her with another guy in a hotel. Yeah, so, uh, so it's been it's been a little bit of time since Elvira because the the Jane gets a call from her family asking about her, right? The cops call. Yeah, no, it's the coppers. It's the cops. Yeah. Oh, cops. Right, right. And they're just and they believe her, but they're also like, well, we'll call other people, but if we don't get answers, we're coming back to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh oh. Uh, and Jane's kind of like, oh fuck, like what did I do? Yeah. She goes upstairs. She's like, Blanche, Blanche. Yeah. She's like, help me. And she takes off her uh, her gag and lowers yeah. her. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she is. Jane is. Right, Blanche is crippled, but Jane is the helpless one, is of course the whole hmm. thing, right? You know, she was coddled as a kid, never grew up, hmm. and is now a crazy old lady. So, uh, Blanche's uh, help is really um, go to the police, <laughs> right? Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> here's your, here's what you need to do: eat a bird and a dead rat, and then get yeah. go to the police. You son of a bitch. Well, the, so yeah, we didn't really go over the rat thing, which is uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Jane walks out. Jane walks out and goes, "You know, we have rats in the basement." Oh yes. And, and then she the opens next, it up. The next meal, she's afraid to open it up, and she goes for it, and like, eh. it's a it's, it's, it's a dead rat. Goes for it on a bed of potatoes then, or potatoes, yeah, tomatoes. Yeah, opens it and <laughs> a bed of rat. potatoes. 
and you see Jane raw potatoes. Laughing. Yeah. Her laugh. Oh, just sprints over. Yeah, she's waiting around the corner to see what happens. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Victor Bono's drunk uh, in the house and hears a noise from upstairs, which is Blanche. Um, making some noise. Well, she knocks over the side table and uh, makes a yeah. ruckus. So he's like, "What's all this then?" And then he hobbles and well, he's not English. He doesn't do that, but he is. He's not. No, he's not. He talks in an American accent. He only talks in English accent with his mom. No, no, no. You're full of your own James, shit. But... You're full of your own shit. No, I thought he was affecting an English accent when he was talking to Jane at some points. He does. He does a little bit, but it's very slight, just to be kind of proper. He's trying he, to appear. He to did be more say to her, "Well, I'm from England, and he's, he's or I'm English, and he, she's yeah. like, good for you." Yeah, it's because her, his mom is English, right? Yeah, and his dad's American. Yeah, so he definitely had an accent the whole time, whether or not it was a good one. In America, if you're if you're born in America, you do if you put it on. Talk to Madonna. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you know what? You got me there. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and, and, Kevin in wins. Case, in any case, he shouts, "What's all this?" Then yeah. he was running upstairs. Crikey's! Uh, he's, he's now oh, Australian. And, but yeah. don't forget, though, before he did that, he was riding in a wheelchair with uh, oh, yeah. Eugene Doll. Yeah, he, he was drunk. he was drunk. <laughs> he was drunk. And then the the wheelchair is in the kitchen magically, and um, she she goes and gives him one of those creepy dolls, and then he's like, "Oh, oh this isn't this this doesn't look comfortable," and her foot's all fucked up, and he. <laughs> He wraps himself in a in a blanket with the doll, and he's just like running, like flipping around in the wheelchair. And uh, yeah, that she was does not like that. No, I like her. Re- her reaction is great. She's very very upset about it. Yeah, she's like, "No, me first. and she wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so he finds Blanche, and then just runs <laughs> runs away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's obsessively running to get help. But mm. He does just leave the scene. Yeah, he 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 grabs his pants by the by the tits and pulls them right up to his armpits and takes the hell off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He hikes up uh, his his running pants. And so now it's all over. I mean, the, the jig is up for Jane. Um, so, where, so where do we go from here? What's the next step? They well, yeah, I think we forgot to mention to you earlier she had to get rid of Elvira's body, so she snuck her out in a wheelchair, and the neighbor almost catches her. It happened earlier. Because she kind of repeats a scene with uh, with Blanche later on. She has her in the wheelchair and gets her in the car. Because right. they, they, she, she keeps on talking about how we need to get away to the beach like Dad used Because she always brings up, like, with, like Dad, because she's a daddy's girl. Hmm. Sure. So uh, that's what that's what they do. And but at this point, you know, Blanche is so weak and she can't do anything. She can't fight back. Right. Like she was guess, the yeah. At, at one point, doesn't doesn't um, doesn't Edwin say like she's dying? Like he he points out like she's dying yeah. right now. Like you you know you need to do something. She's dying. See you later. Yeah. She's dying. Right. Bye. <laughs> cool. Blimey, James. She's dying. Yeah. We're already What's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, then he runs downstairs quick, plays the piano. Or yeah. <laughs> so, um, he play himself so out. Now we, <laughs> the Benny Hill theme Jane. song. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So Jane takes Blanche to the beach, uh, and they're sitting on the sand. And she's clearly lost her fucking mind. Hmm. Yep. And and she has Blanche just laying down, and Jane rubbing sand all over her legs like a kid, and uh, all into it. And then it's morning. She waits for morning. She talks about how the morning is going to be great because the sun will come out. 
And it does. And Blanche is just slowly dying in the sun with her face. No one's noticing. Up. Yeah. Dying in the sun, surrounded by a bunch of people having fun. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one notices. Uh, but the, the there's a little food shack that you kind of see back and forth shots of where they're talking about uh, Jane, the, the Hudson sisters. They found Elvira's body. Yep. Uh, and the Hudson sisters are missing. Jane is supposed to have taken Blanche. There's this whole, so it, uh, it's over. Uh, and there's cops at the shack, too, listening in. And they point out that there's this car. Yeah, this guy, this guy, yeah, this, this guy's like, oh, I, I almost like had to drive off the road into some sand. Because this yeah, car's in the middle it, of the street. It's Jane's car. So, uh, so the cops go off and check it out. And they're immediately like, this, this is it. So they're running and running around trying to find Jane. But there's great conversation happening. There's a lot of really good dialogue. I mean, throughout the movie. But this scene, especially at the beach, where you have Jane and Blanche. Blanche is dying, and Jane's almost like in denial mm. that she's dying. And she's just talking about how, like how nice it is that we can be here. Yeah. Uh, sitting sitting at the beach. And you have Blanche kind of going like, shut up and listen. Like, yeah. I need to tell you something, because I'm dying. Uh, and, and it turns out that Blanche tells her, like, the accident wasn't your fault. And that it was actually Blanche trying to hit her. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that she she blacked out and kind of ran away and disappeared. And so all this time, it's been the reversal yeah. uh, of caused the accident. She did it to herself. Yeah. And then she had that really, really nice comment. Um, you weren't ugly before. I made you that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, you just <laughs> called her ugly too. Well, I think she I think she meant not physical beauty well, mentally uh, that's the way i took I, it yeah, she was just, as a person maybe an ugly person but mm. maybe but, the face but, yeah. but the better love the best love i kept telling face. you your makeup looked good <laughs> <laughs> i kept saying kabuki will come back and yeah. you kept believing me. uh but no but jane says you mean we could have been friends all this time Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a heartbreaking line and there. she's like there's but... a there's a thing up there you want ice cream you like ice cream and she yeah. goes up to order ice cream, and she's like, I want two big ones. And they give her the smallest cones I've ever seen in my life. And he's like, that's 40 cents for two large ice creams. And she's she like, runs. all right. And then she just, like, walks away. <laughs> Fine, thanks. And then... Um, but she's she's super excited. I mean, she's very happy now. And I, I think just stole she's from that man. That she didn't cripple her sister. No matter what else is going on here, that's just resonating with her, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to her, it's a happy moment. Yeah. I don't think she's thinking about it quite right. Um, but the cops get a beat on her because this is fucking crazy. Because they're standing lady. right there. Because <laughs> they're like, yeah. hey, look at her. Uh, and they go to chase her down. And boy, this is the quickest crowd assembly I've ever seen in my life. And they just circle her. Yeah. Uh, and she dances. She does her little dance. With the ice cream. dances her way. They ask her, like, hey, can you, you know, you need to take us to your sister. And she's like, no, ice cream. And then and you try to yeah. take the ice cream from her. She's like, no, th these are mine. Yeah, and then she's like, okay, and then she dances her way towards Blanche. It's amazing how times uh, have changed. If this happened today, they most likely would have. She would. They should. They would have just shot her. Shot her. <laughs> right in the ice cream. White lady. No. Yeah, she's pretty crazy. Uh, well, no, what I would have thought would be funny. They, they would have gone and like this... killed the guy who ran the, the no, shack. They, no, they, what would have happened if it was today? Is Elvira would have gone to the police and she would have been tased. Hmm. Yeah. They would have they would have shot the guy who owns the shack for selling her ice cream. Right. 
So, but in any case, you see the, the, the camera pans out, uh, and you see the police running to Blanche and totally ignoring Jane as she kind of dances down the yep. beach. Yeah. So you don't know you don't know what happens. You don't know. I was hoping a shark would have liked there. I would have liked it if, uh, as they noticed that Blanche was laying there, everyone just, it just turned into like a, uh, like a beach blanket party. Everyone just started dancing the '60s music. Yeah. And then but Jane... it went on for like it went on for ten minutes straight while Blanche is just like help. Then Jane right. just started the very first circle pit. Yes. She like grabs her head and she just starts, <laughs> starts swinging. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I know we missed stuff. And if you like this movie a lot, which some people are fanatical about this movie, uh, I'm sure that we skipped a lot of your favorite scenes. It's really hard to go through this movie step by step. There's a lot that happens. But again, it's really it's a lot more dialogue, I think, than anything else. I, I joked when I was watching it. I was like, "Come on, two hours and thirteen minutes, Scott." But actually, I really liked I, that. I didn't think that was a a bad thing. So, no, it, it didn't. Yeah, you I mean I, it's I, a long movie, but it didn't. It wasn't painfully long. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the only thing in this movie that needed an editor really was the beginning song. Yeah. Um, it, it did go on a bit. I mean, we're talking about six minutes or so mm -hmm. of an introduction. Uh, it could have easily been like one. Yeah. yeah. I would have gotten the hand. But um, yeah. I I don't recall ever seeing this whole movie. I mean, most of it was a surprise to me. I remember the very beginning. So either I've seen clips from this movie, which is possible. I mean, the whole uh, time, it's, it's like, I mean, well, it's so iconic. I'm sure I've seen clips of it in other thing documentaries. Even if I've ever watched a special on Betty Davis, which I'm sure I have at some point in my life. Uh, it probably showed up. It's been parodied a lot too. Yeah, I, I like gonna, Betty Davis. Generally. I, I was gonna say, like, when would you just randomly come across a Betty Davis documentary? I watched I watch documentaries on YouTube all the time. Okay, uh, especially like you know, old, old I, I legit stars. don't know if I've ever seen Betty Davis in anything else. <laughs> Betty Davis is. Uh, I think I know about is her eyes. I mean, this movie. This movie is obviously not much like a Betty Davis movie. Sorry, right? this is her comeback movie. Um, but her old movies, man, she was really quite something. Yeah. Um, yeah, a good. She was a star for a reason. She yeah. just kind of had her own thing for like thirty years. She was like queen of uh, Warner Brothers. Oh wow. So um, I, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Uh, I thought the the writing was fucking top notch. It's based on a book that came out like two years before, hmm. uh, and I know that Joan Crawford brought the book to Betty Davis and said, "We have we need to do this." <laughs> like, is it is this like proven fact or is this? Yeah, that part is. So it, it so the whole thing with the whole like they did that TV show Feud. Uh, a couple years back on Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. It's kind of based around this. It's Ryan Murphy, uh, the dude that's like American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Uh, it, was, it was a few. Susan Sarandon plays Betty Davis. Uh, I hate Susan Sarandon, but she plays Betty Davis. Um, I forget who plays the other woman, but uh, Jessica Lang plays um, Joan Crawford. And it's kind of about the making of whatever happened to Baby Jane, but it goes into all like the gossip and it treats all the gossip as if it's real. Oh, okay. And the only thing I was able to really gauge was neither of them really understood where this came from. <laughs> this kind of media frenzy of you know, this animosity between them. And they didn't really have it. They didn't know each other. 
they didn't work. They were never in the same movie until this one. Yeah. They, were, they weren't up for the same roles. They didn't work for the same movie studio. Hmm. So they didn't really know each other. Hmm. Um, other, other than, you know, vague Hollywood bullshit. Um, I guess at one point they were each interested in the same guy. Oh, that'll, and, that'll oh, do it. Oh, no. I, I don't think that was a 30 year grudge. I think the media built it up. And by the time they got to this movie, they were both kind of past their prime in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's really what it was like then. Hmm. I mean, it's still like that now, but maybe I think a few more people squeak through now and can be older. Uh, But back then, not not at all. And you had two famous actresses that were at the end of their careers looking at this as maybe their last chance. And each one's kind of hamming it up in their own way. Right. Mm. You made me think of uh, Sunset Boulevard when we did that for Guns Damn Cigarettes. Yes. Yep. So I know, I know. So uh, Betty Davis is up for an Academy Award for this. Hope she, Uh, I hope she wins. Oh, (laughs) so she does not win. Um, So Joan Crawford. This is according to Betty Davis. uh, Joan Crawford, at this point, did indeed hate her. Like it had just kind of grown over the past like year, so that they really didn't get along anymore, and. Joan Crawford went to some of the other women that were nominated and went, you know, if you can't make it, I would be happy to accept on your behalf. I read that too. Uh, And also, don't vote for her. Don't vote for (laughs) Betty Davis. And Betty Davis doesn't win. It's um, a miracle worker. Can't think of her name. The woman that won for the miracle worker that year uh, won. And Joan Crawford accepted on her behalf. Uh, which is just like the fucking worst, and yeah. that was like the end. Like Betty Davis never fucking forgave her. Yeah, such a bitch move. Oh, totally. It's like that's yeah. that's something Kevin would do. I know, right? Right. So I'm gonna write that I down know. in case we ever win an award. <laughs> we won't. So again, I don't think this is a horror movie. It's kind of called a psychological horror. I think it's more yeah. of a psychological thriller. If any, it it does have a lot of like good amount of tension to it. That's a murder? Oh, yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's well shot. I mean, it's a good-looking movie. I think uh, it's definitely well darker acting. than some other movies we watch for this podcast that are classified as strict horror. Yeah. Especially for 62, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know if, like, I don't know if any of you guys <laughs> thought of it, but, like, yeah, when, when I realized it came out in 62, I'm like, 62 wasn't really that much before I was born. It doesn't really seem like it's mm-hmm. like if you really like you look at the years like you're like well, 62. That was like a wicked long time ago. Then I'm like, but how many years after that was I born? It's really not that many. Um, so for, for me, it's the difference between now and 2012. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's uh, a yeah, it like that. Yeah. It, it, but it, it's 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 kind of loopy because uh, I mean, it, it almost felt like an older movie than that. Yeah. But um. I don't know. I do like, by the way, they get, they get away with Betty Davis calling her a bitch. Yeah. Uh, but because you don't hear the word bitch, she just yeah, knows. yeah. With some noise. Yeah. Happening. Well, there's yeah. yeah. She's ringing the she's ringing the plant thingy. I love the that. Give me a rap, please. That she's that doing the rap. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. But uh, but anyways, whatever happened to Baby Jane? Um, you can give our our ratings. Sure. What do you got? Sure. I enjoyed this very much. And I, I thank you for getting me to watch it, Scott. 
Sure. To do list. Um, like I said, it's uh, when it was tense, it was very tense. Like I said, it, it kind of tricked me for a sec when Elvira, I thought she was coming to the rescue, and because she's, yeah. she's, she's the only one who uh, was paying attention to what was up and was willing to do something about it. So, uh, really, that uh, was, and I, I liked uh, Victor. How do you say, Buono? Buono, yeah. I liked his this part. He was uh, this is like hapless, kind of almost like a goof. Goofy man. Did, did you look into gentleman. his? Uh, did you look into his IMDb at all? Not his IMDb. Why? Because uh, well, he. I guess he was on an episode of Taxi. He played Reverend Jim's dad uh, oh. in Taxi, but he, he died he, when he was forty-two. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like he died like fairly young, and he was yeah. he looked yeah. old enough to play someone's dad that it was an adult. Well, they um, mentioned that he usually often played parts that were older than his um, his age. But anyways, well, um, I mean, so so if you look at the do the just the basic math in this, he was like twenty three when they filmed this. Oh, wow, young man. Yeah. Um, but no, like the, you know, it's like it would go from kind of like campiness to to shock with you know like the dead being you know have your sister serve you dead animals for food. Hmm. Yeah. And then, but you know, and then you starve because you can't eat anything because you're afraid of what you might get next. Yeah. We didn't really get in how she uh, snuck into her room and ate a bunch of her chocolates too. Yeah, and then so. yeah, then that at that point, I mean, we kind of referenced it earlier, oh, yeah. but she finds she, like a photo with her face scratched out, and it's a it's like an autograph, and she's like figuring out her signature. She finds yeah. her like checkbook. Virgin checks. Yeah, yeah. Another really awful thing, but I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a strong seven and a half as my rating on this. Nice. I, I would watch it again. The other thing, my only gripe I could say is, like I agree with Scott, all, all of us, I think the beginning was a bit too much. The uh, the entertainment part of the beginning was. Yeah. I would have uh, taken when she started singing that song about her dead dad in heaven. I would have taken the banjo that a real dead head and it's broken <laughs> over her head. <laughs> and she was pushed her into the orchestra pit. sings it later. It's something special. Yeah, that's true. Oh no, that that is yeah. Yeah. Maybe that maybe maybe not the full song <laughs> at the beginning. Maybe just snippets of yeah. of this kid being a star. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some things they could have, they could have made this movie a little bit shorter. I mean, it didn't need to be too much shorter. Like it, like, uh, we said earlier, it flows really well, even though it's over two hours long. Um, and it's, it's definitely different than a lot. Like, like you said, Bill, um, it's got the campiness from time to time, but then I think it hits harder than some of the other ones we've seen before with the shock, you know, it it hits, you know, it's, Definitely like more like holy crap. Not quite spider baby campiness, but it could have gone that direction. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. But um, um, I mean, I, I would give it a seven. Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. I mean, but I I liked it. I mean, I would definitely watch it again, uh, just to see if I get anything more out of it. Um, sure. yeah. I mean, I've never seen it before, and I'm glad I finally did. The end. Cool. Scott, what's your what's your rating? I said seven. Seven. Yep. I, I didn't hear you. Well, it's Sorry. because you don't pay attention because you you. I heard. I was paying think, attention. I'm a you good think boy. I'm less of a person. Shut up, Bill. You suck up. <laughs> so um, so yeah. Again, I don't think I'd ever seen the whole thing uh, before. Definitely seen some scenes, but uh, I really loved it. I was very uh, transfixed as I watched it. Um, I, it's like a perfect little capsule of old Hollywood kind of as well, uh, which which I really I always like. We were talking about Sunset Boulevard, yes. uh, which is a fantastic You ever movie. see that, Kevin? No. Oh, I should check oh, it out. Don't tell me what to do. All right, um, All right I will. I'm not, not, never liked Joan Crawford. 
uh, very much as an actress for me. It wasn't my type. Uh, the kind of movies that she did, she tended to do more of the schmaltzy kind of things. Betty Davis is more of the strong woman characters. Yeah. Uh, and this was a better actress, I think. Uh, but it was really fun for me to watch them both older, playing way off type uh, for each of them. Uh, I, I loved this movie. I thought it was really good. I would give it a very strong eight. Nice. Mm. All right. Uh, for, for me, yeah. Any, uh, uh, any, any like trivia that should be shared? Anyone look into it? So, well, so, so Bill found the, uh, the wink. Uh, definitely look up Betty Davis on the Andy Williams show. Uh, singing the song Whatever Happened to Baby Jane uh, the following year, which is quite something. Whatever happened to Baby Jane She could dance She could sing Make the biggest theater ring Jane could do most anything Whatever happened to Baby Jane uh, Betty Davis can't sing uh, for those that don't know. Not really. I think she could maybe a little when she was younger. By this point, she was about 40 years of smoking into her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, just could not sing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty, pretty something. Uh, and Andy Williams just smiles and goes like, that was wonderful. Oh, my God. It's quite, just a way, uh, the same way that uh, that Edwin reacted in the in the movie where he's just like, oh, that's well, right. you can play that's piano right. and you can sing. Yeah, okay. No, you can't. You are probably pretty correct. Uh, there's a ton of trivia about this movie, but you never know what's real and what's not. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, mo- it's a lot about them like, and how they may have acted towards each other on set. Right. So. Now, there is there is a really cool little featurette you can find on YouTube. Um, if you do a search, uh, I don't, obviously, I'm not going to read off the URL. Uh, but if you go on YouTube and you search for um, like a baby Jane kind of behind, yes. Hey! It's like, I'm going to give you a swipe to the face. Um, Baby Jane behind the scenes. There's actually a little featurette from the time when they were making the movie. Hmm. Uh, It doesn't have Betty Davis really or Joe Crawford. It's more the director and the producers. But it's them on the set doing some behind the scenes stuff, which is kind of neat. It's like a six minute uh, role that they put out for some reason. I don't fucking know. Uh, That was kind of neat. and there's also a lot of people visit the houses because they still stand. Hmm. So the people that like to visit historical places, um, you can see a lot of people visiting the poor people that live there now. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, visiting the <laughs> visiting the house, and it looks exactly the same. So you can see the walkway. It's, that uh, goes up one, and the one seventy two. One seventy two South McCadden Place in Hancock uh, Park section of Los Angeles. In case you're wondering. All right. Yeah, apparently, apparently the house behind uh, this is Judy Garland lived in huh. at the time. Oh, well, what do you no, know? I think she lived in it when she did the Wizard of Oz. Is what it was. Hmm. Uh, it's kind, of, it's kind of in an eh, weird section of LA. Yeah. I, I always feel bad. No. Like you said, you feel bad for the people that live in the house now. Like I, I still like every year see people that go to the Goonies house, that go to the oh, house yeah. from Nightmare on Elm Street and from oh, Halloween. Yeah. Like they're at the shrubs, like doing the. the whole... I mean, some people, some people, I think, really like that, and they actually buy the they buy the property, knowing this. Is oh yeah, happen. the Goonies house, like you can, um, yeah, they they yeah. they they're sold on that, yeah. The, there's the 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 Conjuring house. Yeah, actually, uh, the... Evil Exam guys just went to the Conjuring house, didn't they? So 
Yeah, so the Conjuring House, uh, which is right over the border of Massachusetts, right into Rhode Island. Hmm. I've been by it. I've never gone in. Hmm. I'm not trudging in someone's house. I would. But the people that people bought it um, earlier this year, and another family bought it. Yeah. And they were like ghost hunters. Yeah. That bought it. This couple. Oh. So they welcomed. Yeah. Well, if you're interested, I'm probably not now because we're in the middle of a well, pandemic. I, I, yeah. To be honest with you, though, the guys from Evil Exam just did it. Just like just they just it? they just posted about like, it recently. This weekend? Yeah, like like pretty recently, they went and yeah. they went to the Conjuring House. So I mean, they know obviously what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They welcome they welcome the attention. Um, oh, there's a flight landing at oh. Bill's house. Um, and that's how it means we're out of time. Yeah. Oh, you can well, tell by the sound of the uh, flight <laughs> landing in Bill's basement. Well, timing wise, yeah, probably yeah, about that. Probably, right? yeah. And it's uh, your pick for next week, right? My pick. By Me. next week, I mean I'm next pick, yeah. two, weeks. two weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I, I had two movies. I was going back and forth. Okay, I'm gonna do another big bug oh. one. Big what? Oh, oh, oh. You don't so want nice. me to Come on. You were so nice I, to me. I picked this movie that you liked. Yeah. Bug movie for me. Tarantula. What? I want to do tarantula. Tarantula. Yeah. You know what it has? You know what it has? Tarantulas. A giant tarantula. Is it a real tarantula or is it forced perspective nope. tarantula? No, no. It's, it's they do some some neat effects. Some so. puppets. I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume this is nuclear radiation based. I forget. I something I saw on TV a lot as a kid and. It actually gets a good rhythm on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Is, is it tarantula with an exclamation point? You know what? It might be. I'm going to find out right now. <laughs> it's tarantula with a question mark? <laughs> tarantula? <laughs> yes, it is, Scott. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know it's good when there's an exclamation point at the end of it. You know it's not at all following a trope. <laughs> Fantastic. Like them. So that's it, right? That is it. Cool. uh, Thank you very much. If you've tuned in, uh, check out Whatever Happened to Baby Jane if you haven't already seen it. And tune in next time for Tarantula! My heart. This episode of Black and White Fright has been brought to you by Fright Lights, lithophane nightlights of your favorite monsters. Visit FrightLights138.etsy.com and follow them on Instagram at FrightLights138. For more information, follow us at BlackAndWhiteFright.com, if you dare.